0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of my marriage series I have titled Mosaic Marriage. This series ties in with a book that I have been writing with the same title for several years now. During this time, I have encountered numerous issues with completing my book, one being that I can never really spare the time until now, and I continually would have difficulty trying to express everything that I wanted to in a manner that made sense to your average reader. So in order to combat this, I decided that I'm going to start by podcasting my my book, and of my ideas and hopefully this way i can better collect and organize my thoughts and then plan to publish my book shortly after completing the podcast Uh, that being said i have a couple of disclaimers that i need to put out before i continue first is that i'm not a licensed counselor or therapist i'm just someone who's been through a lot of trials with my spouse and we've been able to learn a lot from those situations and i've learned a lot from my own mistakes for years my wife and i thought we had a really rough marriage and in reality, it was, you know, we fought constantly. And I mean, we would like scream at each other over different things multiple times a day, every. Single day, but we never let anything split us completely. And over time, we figured out how to work through everything. Throughout all of this, people would come up to Joy and I and tell us that our marriage was an inspiration to them, which which didn't really make sense to us. And even writing this book was an idea that was told to me by my old pastor, Matt Alexander, after he learned everything that Joy and I had been through and overcome. I might do a podcast one day on all of that, but that'll be some other time. Uh, But for these reasons, I feel that I have learned many valuable lessons that can be used to equip those who are looking for a spouse and help those who are already in a committed relationship or marriage that might be struggling. My second and honestly the most important disclaimer is that if you are in a physically, mentally, or spiritually abusive relationship, you need to get out. Now, abuse is never excusable, no matter the situation. I understand that you may love them and you want them to be healthy and happy and better, but the reality is that person doesn't love you. At least they don't love you the way that they should. And they are incapable of loving you properly because their warped understanding of what love is. If someone can hurt you, over and over again, they don't love you. They love the idea of you being around and their ability to control and hurt you. That person needs help and likely spends some time behind bars. And you need to be safe. If you have children, this is even more important. Because if you don't change it, your kids will grow up and continue the same behavior in their own lives. If you don't know what to do, the National Abuse Hotline is one 800 799 Seven two three three. Of course, 911 is always an option, and if you really feel that there's no other way you can do it, you can contact me. I don't have unlimited resources, but I will do whatever I can and get in contact with as many people to help you if I can. Uh, the best way will be to email me at justadudewithamike at gmail.com, all lowercase, one word. And of course, you can find me on Facebook Messenger through my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash justadudewithamike. Again, all lowercase, one one word. I will do everything that I can to help you get into a safe place because that is what matters. Now that I've been able to do that, let's go ahead and start the first episode of this series. Episode 1, Why Marriage? Okay, so... To begin this whole thing with dispelling some myths about marriage and hopefully correcting some beliefs about marriage that even I thought were right until I looked into them. Let's begin. The most known myth about marriage, I guess, is that in the United States, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. And that is without a doubt a lie. And one I believed for the last 30 years of my life. But here was what I was able to find from the numbers. From the CDC, there were 2,315,000 marriages and 944,000 divorces in the U.S. That was about 41% of marriages, and this was back in 2000. However, in 2019, they reported 2,000,000 15,603 marriages and only 746,971 divorces, which is about 37%. For me that number is still way too high. Having come from a broken home, I understand the burden that it can bring on children if you have them. But 37% is a heck of a lot better than 50%. And also if you look at it the trends of the divorce rate are going down. But so that's a good thing, right? Well, that's kind of a it's kind of a difficult question to answer. The short answer is yes but the real answer is more maybe. To better understand what I'm talking about, let's look at those same CDC statistics I used earlier, but looking at it a little differently. In 2000, 8.2 out of every thousand people were getting married and about four in every thousand were getting divorced. And I think that's where they were getting that original 50% number from. Now, in 2019, the divorce rate is even lower. It's only at 2.7 out of every thousand people. However, the marriage rate also dropped to 6.1 out of every 1,000 people. So while people are getting divorced less, people are also just getting married less, and so there are more people that are missing out on everything that marriage can bring, and to me, this is an issue. You might disagree with me, and that's fine, but I believe marriage has far more benefits than detriments. So before going forward, I want to clarify that when I say marriage, I am talking about a happy, fulfilling marriage for both spouses and nothing else. Personally, a bad marriage is far worse than being single, and I know many people would agree with me because more and more people are willing to be single and they're okay with it. So, you know, there are some easy benefits to being married. Um, one of them is like, studies show that married people live longer and healthier lives. They're less likely to partake in risky behavior. They're more likely to have higher paying careers. There are major tax benefits to being married. And there are even benefits when it comes to getting loans. Uh, those are just the easy ones. And there's plenty of evidence to back up every single one of those. But I want to focus on some other benefits of marriage. And I'm going to break them down into three parts. How mar- marriage benefits yourself and your spouse. How marriage benefits your Children and how marriage even benefits society in tangible ways. And again, I want to reiterate when I say marriage, I mean a happy, fulfilling marriage for both. Spouses. So let's begin with the benefits for yourself and your spouse. One benefit from marriage is safety and safety in many ways. Physically, you don't have to worry about things like STDs and you have at least one place that you should feel safe from physical harm. Mentally, you have someone who can help you through the turbulences of life and keep your head above water. Studies show that people in happy marriages are far less likely to commit suicide than people who are divorced or single. Within that marriage, you have a place to feel free to be yourself to be weird but to also be vulnerable. My spouse has been with me through so much of my mental health struggles and trauma from my past, but I have also been there with her through her struggles dealing with past trauma. We both had someone besides our therapist that we could go to and confide in and not be judged where we could feel safe to be vulnerable and open and the amount of healing that can come. Guys, you all have no idea how freeing that can be. Surveys also show that people who are married tend to have higher paying Careers and are overall more successful, and I can see how this is possible. My wife and I have been tag teaming for the last five years while we worked through school together. You know, she's finally been able to finish nursing school and is working, and so I'm able to focus now after finishing my bachelor's degree on getting into medical school. And I could not imagine. Having trying to do this by myself at my age, especially with children, if Joy and I were divorced, we would have had no reason to help the other person out to get through school, especially the burdens that we carried through each of us carried at different times to make it happen. But because we were married, it benefited both of us in order for it to get there. We were in this together and we had that support, you know, and so because we had that, this has allowed us to take our family from one place financially to a much higher level. Lastly, there is a peace with the act of marriage and making it legal. When I wake up and I look at my wife, I don't fear if she will just walk out one day because we made a pact before each other, our families, and God, that we were in this thing called life together. I can't speak for everyone, but most people I know who are living together but aren't married either rent a home or only one person owns the home. They tend to have separate bank accounts and split the bills. They're literally two different people who just live together. There's no commitment, no purpose. They're just existing. Now, I know there are married people who act like this too, and all I have to say is if you are married and you have separate bank accounts and bills and and all this other stuff, you're wrong. I really don't care if you disagree because you're wrong. I know that this is really going to rile some people up and really piss some people off, but I don't really... I don't really care. Marriage is about two people becoming one entity. Yes, you each have your own identity because but you become like one. For anyone who is a Christian, it literally says this in the Bible. <laughs> so if you do it, it's not only wrong, it's a sin. And I'm um, like, what level of distrust much you have in order to not give free access to money to your spouse? Like, if look, if they have a gambling problem or they're like a crazy spendaholic or something, that's, that's different and there are ways to handle that while still keeping everything joined. To me, it's just not right for spouses to have s- separate property and assets. And honestly, in most states, it's a waste of time because joint-owned property laws and things like that. And most people who have separate accounts or, or separate bills and different things like that, usually it's because either their parents were from a bad marriage or they had a bad first marriage or something like that that got them jaded to the point to where they were having difficulty with having that trust again. But what people need to understand is that's a bad marriage. Any of those flaws that 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 people are pointing out that stops people from having these joint accounts are from bad marriages. And lastly, there is a sense of fulfillment that you get from being married when you're, when you're happily married. Um, there isn't a single happily married person that I know who would actually prefer not to be married to their spouse. If you gave them the choice to go back and do it a million times, they would choose the same person. And I know I would because in this happy marriage, I have such a strong personal fulfillment. And, and I get that from helping my marriage thrive. And I can't get that fulfillment from anything else. It's, it's like a calming sense. Of satisfaction and achievement. You're you're just happy when you get to be with that person. There's nothing else like it because I get to do it every day for the rest of my life with the person that I want to do everything the most with. And so the next group of benefits that I want to talk about is benefits to children. Uh, When children get raised by parents in a healthy marriage, number one, again, is safety. Children that are raised within healthy married homes experience abuse and neglect far less. One study shows that children in single-parent homes experience abuse and neglect more than twice as often than from those of two-parent families. In the healthy marriage, children are less likely to suffer from many mental illnesses and physical illnesses. Physical illnesses like... obesity and all of the related issues that come with that, like diabetes. Again, like I said, lower rates of mental health issues uh, because they don't have to deal with the trauma that comes from divorce or the uh, bad marriages when your parents fight a lot and things like that. These children are more likely to be successful economically and be likely to achieve success academically because when they have that safetyness at home, they're more likely to take chances. They're more likely to work hard and step out and do things that they wouldn't have if they didn't feel safe. And one thing that you need to consider is that you're going to be the template for your child's future relationship. Some people say things like, I'm not getting married because I dealt with my parents' divorces and it messed me up and I'll never put my kids through it. But cool, now what about when your kid grows up and has no idea how to be treated by their spouse or even what to look for in a spouse. If you have children, you owe it to them to give them a chance at a happy marriage. You and your relationships are the template your children will follow in their own life. And if that doesn't scare you, then I fear for your children because every single day I worry about the choices that I make, the actions that I I do, because I know that my son is looking at me saying, this is how I'm going to treat my wife. And I know that my daughter is looking at me and saying, well, I guess this is how husbands treat their wife. I want my son to grow up knowing how to treat his wife, and I want my daughter to grow up with standards of how her husband is to treat her. Lastly, I want to talk about the societal and economic benefits of marriages. Number one is that more marriage would mean less abortion. Now, before anyone wants to get all up in arms and whatever, all I'm going to say is facts. Don't care about your feelings. Abortions are statistically less common in marriage, especially for people in fulfilling marriages. This has nothing to do with being pro or anti-choice. I am just stating facts. Next, since statistically abuse happens less towards partners and children and less in good marriages, this creates safer neighborhoods and communities, which has a direct relation to the likelihood of your child becoming involved in gang activity. With more people and children in happy and thriving homes, we could literally lower taxes and reduce the size of the government. With less domestic violence, child abuse, and everything like that, we can reduce or even eliminate things like CPS, DSHS, foster care. With these marriages leading people to more successful careers, at leads to less poverty, and therefore less welfare. These higher income earners also spend more, which boosts the economy and allows far more people to open businesses. Like I said, literal and tangible benefits to society and economy that come from marriages. I guess to wrap all of this up, the one thing that I want people to end remembering or or, or, or using going forward is that if we can begin to create a majority of this country, heck, the world, if we can begin to create happy and fulfilling marriages, we really can begin to make a difference in the world and make the world a better place. The quickest way to destroy a nation is to destroy the family. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you tune in to the next episode titled The Right One. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email me at justadudewithamike at gmail.com, all lowercase, one word, or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash justadudewithamike. Thank you again. God bless you all, and have a wonderful week.